One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey guys, and welcome back to my podcast, Unbridled with Erin. I just thought I'd have a little chit-chat to you today. I asked on Instagram a few weeks ago, like for a bit of a Q&A, and I was going to do it for my YouTube, but I've realised I've been a little bit slow on here recently, and my last episode was very dramatically talking about my awful ex, and I'd quite like to drown that out, like that's that's dead and buried, like that feels like old Erin. That, that, like, that's not a new me, like, I, let, let's start again, it's new year, new me from now, um, and we don't have negativity, we don't have negative energy and horrible people around, so that's all done, thank the lord, and I'm ready to start recording, in my defence, in my defence, I have recorded a few episodes, I did one when I was away in Arizona, but sometimes I feel like I just ramble and rant and chit chat on, and don't actually make a lot of sense. So I need to have a listen to that episode. But I've been having technical difficulties. Like, I am not a tech queen, sadly, but we can't be good at everything. (laughs) I'm kidding. Um, And then me and Ebby tried to record one the other day about the free the nipple kind of movement. But technical difficulties technical difficulties again my laptop died halfway through recording but we didn't realize so that was special that was very unfortunate but here I am solo just for you guys and I thought I'd do a Q&A I've not actually done a Q&A on this podcast before I've kind of kept it very topic led but let's get to know me a little bit better I mean I have not read these questions so Lord only knows what they're going to be. I hope they're entertaining. Okay, someone just put love life deeps. Are you single, taken, or are you seeing someone? So I am very single. Anyone who heard my last podcast will know I'm probably scarred for life from men. So I'm just in that kind of, it sounds kind of tragic, but like that kind of boss bitch single era. I'd rather just be on my own, build my life, build my brand, and Honestly, 
a lack of headache. Like being with other people takes a lot of effort and I don't want to waste any more time until I find the right person. So she's a single queen. Someone put, how did you grow your online presence? Um, um, I've been asked this before, but it's a bit of a weird one. I think I've explained it in different ways, but kind of came out of nowhere. Um, I was a horse rider first. I wasn't big on social media. I, I didn't know how to do it. And I just never really thought I was cut out for social media. And then obviously COVID hit. I have my horses at home and I just, that was like just when TikTok was coming out. So it was quite cool because it was very early days for TikTok and very like a good time, I guess. It, there was nothing else to do because we were locked in our houses. So blessed to have the horses at home. I don't know what I would have done if not. And I then just started posting the odd video on TikTok and people seemed to really like them. So TikTok was definitely the start for me. Then it went over to Instagram. Then I decided to start my YouTube. Um, and then from there have obviously grown into this podcast. I mean, honestly, if you'd asked me to do a podcast two or three years ago, I would have sat at the microphone and been like, Ugh. like, I'm not even very good at it now, but I just felt like I had nothing to say. Like I have so many thoughts going on, swirling around in my brain, but I don't always say them. I've always been taught like through the horse riding world, keep keep your opinion to yourself and like you know behave yourself also if you've got nothing nice to say don't say anything obviously not every word I want to say is savage but some so I just ended up learning to keep quiet and it's been difficult to learn to come out of my shell and and believe that people care what I have to say because even to this day I still think god surely no one actually cares what I'm saying but I mean I hope you guys do otherwise we wouldn't be here but yeah, that's kind of it. It was sort of by default, but I am very, very grateful to all of you guys who follow me. Love you so much. Somebody put, what do your parents do for work slash living? Did you follow in any of their footsteps? And this is such a good question because yes, so both my parents, um, they have a company together. They own their own business. Pretty much every member of my family, like an extended family, runs their own business. So I think from a very young age, I saw entrepreneurial people and people setting their own rules. And yeah, you have to work really hard, but you also get a lot of freedom with having a business. It's it's sort of like trade-offs. You have to work double as hard and it's a lot more stress, a lot more effort, but you also get double reward certain times. So I always knew I would work for myself. I just didn't know what I wanted to do, which is why I went to uni. I did business management, ironically. Um, and it kind of fell into my lap. Well, in my freshers at uni, I just thought I want to own my own business. And it came about that I couldn't find any nice riding clothes that fit my figure as I was going to the gym. I was developing some muscle. I was getting a bit more curves. And I was like, oh, God, then, like I'm left with limited options now. So that's kind of how Black Heart Equestrian was born. It was born in my freshers hall in like 20 was it 2017 2018 I, I can't even remember now but that makes me sound so old my gosh I know I know I'm not that old but six or so years since I started uni maybe more seems crazy Blackheart's nearly been going about five and a bit probably six years this year so yeah that's tallies in about right because it took about nine months start to finish from when I decided I wanted to have a business to when it was like live I'm not gonna say successful because it really wasn't I think we sold 14 things in the first few weeks and I was like so excited it was like oh my god this is so cool people are buying stuff 
yeah someone said when is busky coming home this is literally like i think i hear people saying when is busky coming home in my sleep people ask me this every day and i've I, i've spoken about this so much people a lot of people just don't actually listen which is fine uh, busky is coming home really really soon like i've decided it is time to get him home i i miss that horse i really want him at home i want to play play around with him i want to take pictures i just miss having him here but I think the cause for the delay was he was doing a lot of training in Spain. I wanted him to learn all his moves and get comfortable at it, which he has. But I didn't think it was fair to him to bring him home in winter. I know we have rugs and stuff, but that horse has never had a rug on him in his life. He has lived in Spain for like 10, 11 years. He's never had a rug. Like our grass is quite rich. And I just thought it would be really harsh to bring him home in an English winter. Like an English winter is bitter. So I thought wait till spring so spring has has it sprung not really uh, i mean it snowed a few days ago so in the next month or so busky will be at home just gotta you know lay some logistics now and after brexit it's not actually as easy to transport in and out i mean i did know that because of blackheart but oh we'll see so yeah logistics have to happen now but he's on. someone asked five things to know before buying your first horse oh um Right, let me try and think of five. So number one, know that you will probably have no free time ever because I feel like having a horse is like a more dramatic version of having like a dog. It needs fed, it needs watered, it needs your attention. Like you are the sole care of it. So don't expect to be, I don't know, having too much free time. Number two, probably, you know, can you afford it? Like horses crop up with so many crazy costs that you don't expect like we all know horse riding is quite an expensive sport anyway because the horse themselves are expensive uh, stabling them giving them somewhere to live is expensive tack expensive you know even even to, down to your riding boots your hat your clothes like it can be done on a cheaper scale but it can't be done cheap cheap because you have to get all of this stuff um but horses are crazy like sometimes they might need the vet they might colic they'll need their teeth done they might need their backs done um, they'll lose a shoe so you might have another farrier bill it, it just you make sure you can afford it comfortably otherwise you will spend your entire life trying to earn money to pay for your horse's keep which some people do that and love it I get that but it might make your life a little bit harder and add, add to a bit of stress because I would say owning a horse costs more than like well quite a bit more than like paying your rent per month so I don't know number three Hmm. Uh, be prepared that not everyone understands horse people. Like I found out recently that quite a lot of people are ignorant to horses and horse riders. And I understand that a lot of people have not spent any time around horses, whether their life's not allowed them to or whether just not interested. But people see you differently as a horse person. It's hard to explain. Like, boys see you differently. They think it's sexual. Well, not all boys, but they can think it's quite sexual. Some girls might think you're you're bitchy or, like, a crazy horse girl. I don't know. It, you get a weird stigma attached when you're a horse rider. Number four, please note that the horse world is really strange. That's something I keep coming back to. Every horse person I've ever met is strange in their own ways. Some lovely strange, some not so lovely strange. And the horse world is a really interesting place. Like, it's this semi-elite little club and then people behave like that. Like, it's weird. 
it's a bitchy world. But I, I can argue that that's the same for most competitive sports. But it's weird. Oh, yeah. Number five, be prepared that no one is going to think it's a sport other than people that also do it. Like, everyone thinks it looks easy and it is not some easier than others. But honestly, if you think it looks easy, just come and ride and then you'll see. Oh, somebody put, not a question, but I just like listening to your podcast. It's the best. Thank you. I'm sorry I've not actually given out enough episodes. I feel like I'm slacking, but then I also feel like I'm slacking on my YouTube. Uh, but it's quite a busy time at the moment because Black Car Equestrian has finally grown. Well, we've out, we've been outgrowing our current office for the last couple of years, but we finally found a new warehouse and like office HQ. So it's been a bit chaotic like getting it ready it was quite an it was like an old factory so we've had to like do it up but this next few weeks is our move so like for example today I've been down at the warehouse building all our new storage boxes for like picking and packing and I think I calculated we ended up there was three of us we did 290 boxes I think we've got to do about a thousand um, we were only there for an hour and I thought that was pretty good going but it's been a bit hectic and I am filthy and I need to go shower. And I also, because it's been so busy, I've been going to bed at like 8.30 at night. Like I'm literally a grandma or a toddler. Depends how you want to look at it. <laughs> well, this question's so cute. Somebody put, how come a gal like you dated a man like that in brackets podcast? I mean, you're basically royalty. See, I, <laughs> that makes me laugh. I love that. Thank you. Some people send the nicest messages. Um, Literally just circumstance. I think this probably goes for Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Who gets themselves into a relationship that doesn't serve them or you wouldn't pick on a normal day? It's normally just timing. Someone catches you unaware or at a time in your life where you weren't expecting it. And a lot of people put on a front. I've learned you really don't know somebody. You don't you really don't actually know anybody. And I know that sounds a little bit sinister, but I found that even with certain friends. Like a lot of people are on their best behaviour and they say a lot they don't say a lot to your face and they say a lot behind your back like it's being in person with someone's like the tip of the iceberg and then the rest of them is the iceberg and I would say a lot of people are good at hiding their true colors so I would just say take your time and take everything with a pinch of salt but kind of by accident is how and I think I, half of me wants to delete that last podcast because I just don't want anyone to know that was with someone so awful I don't know. Someone put, are you a lesbian? And the answer is no. But honestly, I wish I was. Like, life would be so much easier. But unfortunately, you can't choose who you fancy. Otherwise, like I said, life would be a lot easier. 
are you going to be competing with any of the horses? So I've been trying, trying to get out to a show on Sunny for the last couple of years, but everything gets really busy and I let my BD number expire because it's been quite a while since I competed. And then like the vaccines have to be up to date and like everything, ha- like one job creates another 10. And also I am like mildly concerned that if I go to a show, now having a following and having a lot of people know me, I don't know if I'd feel a lot more pressure and I do work well under pressure, but people like when I used to do it, it wasn't quite as readily accessible to just film people in the warm up and post about them on social media and like judge them quite the same. So I'm not sure how I feel about like being recognized at shows and people having their opinion. Uh, Because what I've learned again this last few months is that a lot of people expect your training to look like your test. And any horse person knows that your training never looks like your test. Like your training's where you get out all of the problems and you eradicate all the ugly bits. So then you can present yourself well in the test. Like it's the ugly bit to the pretty bit. But a lot of people don't realise that. And they're like, oh, wow, she can't ride. She's doing this or that looks wrong or, or something. And you're like, yeah, of course it does. I'm not in a competition outline. So I just don't know how I'd be able to deal with that at a show. So I, the intention's still there, but whether we'll whether we'll do it remains to be quite a lot of how old are you? So I'm 25. I'll be 26 in September. I feel like I'm getting old. I know you're not, but like when you hit your mid 20s you're like wow number one I'm halfway to 50 but like the next big birthday is 30 and I know being 30 is not old I've got quite a lot of friends who are 30 but it sounds it when you're like 18 and then suddenly you snap your fingers and you're like there so it's scary stuff what happened to Artie so any OG followers will know I had a horse called Artie he we bred him no did we breed him no we bought him as a foal like he was so gorgeous and I was kind of training him and anyway um, something happened and he had to be put down and I was distraught. I loved Artie. He was so cute. So, but unfortunately Artie died and yeah, I don't like talking about it. It makes me sad. What's your typical daily routine? That's a good question too, but it varies literally from day to day. Like I hate too much routine. I get so bored. Like this last few days I've been coming home from the office and I've been like, wow, it feels like Groundhog Day, which is why I'm going to bed so early. But I typically wake up, I like to go to the gym super early, like if I can get up like six-ish, because I know I'm not going to do it in the afternoon. So I get up, I go to the gym, I'll drive to the yard, I'll ride the horses, chit-chat to my family, you know, very leisurely morning, I quite like. I typically go to the office around lunchtime and depending on what's going on there, full office afternoon and then evening, come back, I might see friends or I might just chill. And that's like a typical daily routine, but that's getting boring. So I need to shake it up. I need to do something else. Like, but it's hard, you know, when you get into a routine, like it's really weird to, like I can't go to the gym in the afternoon because if I did, I'd leave it and I'd be like, oh, I'm not going to do that. I can't be bothered now. So it's really hard to like shake it up. Some of these questions are really like, there's a lot of profanity. Some people ask the gross ones. Like, I don't like to generalize, but all of these gross questions are from men. Like, stop thinking horses give you a free pass to ask me dodgy questions. It really, it doesn't. It doesn't. Someone put advice for someone who feels like they're not achieving enough in their riding. I mean, it depends what you mean by achieving, because I think this is just in, in life, not just in riding. You've got to start appreciating the little wins. If you're always chasing the big things, 
you're always going to end up disappointed. Like you shouldn't measure your success of riding as, oh, I've come first at a competition. You should measure it as like set yourself really realistic, small goals. And then when, when you achieve them, that's like a little pro and you can, you can be proud of yourself. And then little stepping stones are much better than trying to, you know, jump across mountains. And I try and do that at the moment. Like it's the little wins. It's the little things. Just be happy in that. Like say you've had a dodgy half pass for a while and you finally have one good one. That's a win. So it, it depends. But like what is achieving enough in their riding? Like I used to want to go to the Olympics. Obviously, I've not been to the Olympics and I am not on an Olympic pathway right now. So like, does that mean I've not achieved anything? No, it just means goals change and life changes. So set yourself realistic goals and then once you achieve them you'll you'll be happier. Have you always been so good at responding to negative comments? I mean I don't, it depends who you ask if they think I'll be good at responding to negative comments or not. I'm I am quite a fiery person and I'm quite sassy and sarcastic in my nature. So when I see negative comments, I love to give like a sarky reply or a little sassy one. Unfortunately, not everyone reads that how I mean it. Some people just think I'm being a bit of a bitch. I'm not. I'm normally just joking. Um, so I, I don't know. I didn't used to reply to negative comments because people always told me like, just don't reply. But I found that then that winds me up. So I prefer to just give a sassy little comment and then I can leave it. Or if that doesn't happen, I write out my comment and then delete it before I say it. It feels good to get what you, you like your response out. Um, but a lot of the times when you do respond, even if you answer somebody's question, they don't want to hear it. They just want to comment something negative. So it's not always worth it. And sometimes replying can leave you more deflated than if you just left it. So yeah, the, the type out and delete works quite well. And I am a big fan of the block button. Anything I don't like, I block. And someone actually pointed that out and said, oh, anything, anything disagreeing with her, she blocks. But yeah, like it's my page. It's not... My page is not a democracy. We don't all have to agree, but it ultimately is my page. And the whole point of social media is to enjoy it. Like I don't do it for the money. Like trust me, I don't. Otherwise, I'd literally make nothing. Like I am not a big influencer. I don't take loads of brand deals. I don't actually have any at the moment. Like I don't want to be promoting stuff for money. I'm not interested. I don't want to be an influencer. I'd rather content create and enjoy social media. Like I love taking pictures. I don't like technically being an influencer or classed as one so if I have horrible comments and I don't block people I don't enjoy it and then what's the point because then I just wouldn't post so I don't know riddle me that one what is your advice to not worry about what people think of you I genuinely need help on that one I don't actually think that's a thing I think everyone worries what people think about them I think the biggest thing is just learning that not everyone's going to like you and that's okay. Like, I can't even count how many people I've seen comments of like, oh, is this that girl we hate? I'm like, people I've never met. Like, and I get it. Like, we all make snap judgments on social media. I've looked at someone before and gone, oh, they look like a bit of a bitch, which I, I'm trying to work on, actually. I'm trying to work on not contributing to that judgmental, mean girl culture. I mean, personally, I would never, ever act on it I would never comment on someone's page and say they seem like a bitch I would never write anything nasty on people on like strangers pages but it is natural to make snap judgments and it is something we all need to work on like 
I always now think if I don't know them, I can't make a solid decision. And I've often found that the people that I decide like I'm not a fan of on social media, it's normally because I like something about them. Like there's one girl where I'm always like, oh, but she's a bit this and a bit that. It's because I absolutely love her. I wish I had her figure. I wish I had certain bits. A lot of the time, people not liking you or not agreeing with you is, is actually jealousy. Not always, of course, some people might not just not like you. But a lot of the time it's something they want or you're doing something they want or you're someone they want to be. And it's being okay with the whole world not agreeing. Like, I love chocolate. There's some people that hate chocolate and I can't, I can't express how confused that makes me in my brain. And that's how people are with people. Like, they're, not everyone's opinions match is what I'm trying to say. I'm getting, I'm getting all muddled. <laughs> Okay, so that's all I'm going to do because literally all I can think of right now is getting in the shower. I am convulsing myself. I smell so bad and I'm all dusty. And I want to go and have some chicken and rice. I've actually been eating healthy, so I feel a lot better. I was getting really, like, fat shamed on social media. And don't get me wrong, I am not, like, toning up because of the comments. But I've been thinking for a while, when I go to the gym and when I eat better, I just feel better. I'm so much happier as a person. And it means I enjoy treat food more like if I was gonna have a pizza I'd be like this tastes good whereas when you let yourself have whatever you want every single day it doesn't taste as nice like it really doesn't so yeah I'm feeling good I'm gonna go make myself some like chicken and rice I do blabber some sauce on it don't you worry and I'm feeling like watching the Hannah Montana movie at work today Ebby played um the Hannah Montana song and I was like yeah this is this is going down tonight so this is me on a Thursday night. I'm such a grandma. Literally such a grandma. I hope you guys have enjoyed this little informal Q&A. If you have any questions that I didn't answer, please send them to me on either my personal Instagram, Williams underscore one, or as you know, my podcast page, Unbridled with Erin, and comment some suggestions of what you want to hear next. Like, like I said to you before, it's not always natural for me to just sit and chit chat. And I don't always know if people want in-depth topics, if they want something light-hearted. Do you want the bad or do you want the good? Like, what is, Like, what do you want? I just want to give the people what they want. <laughs> oh my God, that sounded so dramatic. I was making a face as I said it. I, I need to start filming these as well so you guys can see my expressions. <laughs> I think that would be a lot more fun. But yeah, let me know. Comment on my recent Instagram post on Unbridled with Erin or DM either or but I hope you guys enjoyed do all the things that you gotta do download like subscribe whatever it is you do on the platform and I will talk to you guys next time love you guys bye hey it's Danny Pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands and the best part They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.